Join Bloomberg in San Francisco or virtually on May 7th for The Future Investor, Data-Powered Transformations. This 2024 event series will examine how data is not only playing a pivotal role in investment decisions, but serves as a driving force behind the construction of innovative investable enterprises. This series is proudly sponsored by Invesco QQQ. Register at BloombergLive.com slash FutureInvestor slash radio. This is the Bloomberg Business of Sports Show, where we explore the big money issues in the world of sports. I'm Michael Barr. I'm Scarlett Fu. And I'm Damian Sassauer. Big, 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 big news in the Big Ten. A big deal. The Big Ten has hit a huge $7.5 billion deal for the TV rights with Fox, CBS, and NBC, Scarlett. Yeah, it's pretty remarkable because the last deal they had, which is still in effect right now, is a six-year, $2.6 billion contract that goes through next July. And then after that, seven-year, $7.5 billion deal split between three different networks, which is interesting. It's kind of like a miniature NFL deal. Well, I think what's massive about it right now that USC and UCLA have joined the Big Ten, yes. I mean, it opens that conference up to, you know, the Los Angeles TV market, right? So I think, I mean, my goodness, what a contract. And I think that kind of justifies it, no? Well, now the Big 28. <laughs> what, it, what it will <laughs> yeah, be in a couple yeah, of years. It will be in a couple of years. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I mean, it, good for them. And But see, it's we're back down to the two big conferences now, the Big Ten and the SEC. And each will have 16 member schools once their current expansion plans take effect. That That's a lot of teams. I'm a Vandy grad, so it's all about the SEC for me. But, you know, this upstart conference of theirs is really coming on strong. And what they're going to do, Scarlett, if I'm reading this correctly, is they're going to have, like, similar to what the NFL does with Sunday Night Football, they're going to have a Big Ten Saturday night. So you're going to have a primetime uh, you know, game every mm-hmm. Saturday night. Oh, triple. I think that's a really big deal. I think that's got a lot of, um, you know, a lot of motivation for why, and, and, you know, NBC, ABC. I mean, the interesting thing to me also is that ESPN is not involved here, right? So yeah. it's going to be an interesting contract. It's going to be interesting to see these teams play. Well, the one thing that the ESPN is involved in, they are involved in the SEC. Uh, they did something They've similar their last side. year. Uh, announcing, yeah, uh, when uh, when Texas and Oklahoma said they were going to come in, so ESPN is grabbing something of this, but it, but the big thing is with the Big Ten. I mean, th- this is so huge; it's ridiculous. So I was reading how less than twenty years ago, Big Ten schools are splitting less than two hundred million dollars in media rights money annually when you adjust for inflation, and then now we're talking about one billion dollar plus per year for the Big Ten, which will be 12 schools um, in by the time the USC and UCLA join, is it is just remarkable. And there's another story I was reading um, that brought up that this really re-energizes the debate over whether athletes should share somehow in this windfall. Um, I mean, you took the words... You took the words out of my mouth, Scarlett. I mean, in this evolving world, I mean, of college athletes' rights, it's, mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting to see how players can participate in a deal of this magnitude. Right. This is not NIL anymore, right? They're, they can make mon- money off their name, image, and likeness. But at this point, don't they deserve salaries? Because without them, you can't get this uh, $7.5 billion deal. Well, NIL, uh, it's something that when it came on the scene, I'm like, whoa. It's, and I've always said, to any athlete, I don't care if you're college or pro, get what you can while you can. 
And now with all this money going around, you better doggone believe if I'm in the Big Ten, if I'm playing for Michigan, I'm going to get what I can. I also wonder whether they're just, you know, the big money implications of all this changes the frequency of games, right? You play games once a week, but if there's this much money in it, do you lengthen the season? Do you add more games? You make a very, very interesting point. I mean, the way the NFL has made so much more money off their broadcasting and media rights is with Thursday night games, with, Mm -hmm. with, with Saturday night, with Sunday. I mean, all of that. Monday night games, obviously, but I think... I think you're right. I think this could be the beginning of, you know, a a lot of these schools, a lot of these players. And then, I mean, these players, again, they're student athletes. How can they possibly manage their uh, Their academic careers? Yeah. Yeah. If you have games on Wednesday and Thursday night, but I guess that's where we're headed. And if you uh, play for UCLA or USC, you're going to be flying cross country constantly. That's right. Now, what this does do, if you play for the college and the college game of the week, is you know bug tussle community college against you know the the mama's boys you're going to have a tough time trying to get on tv at all Mm -hmm. really good point you just have created two giant leagues and then everyone else is everyone else is an afterthought it just does not matter yeah i it's it's, it's, damien it's this gap is going to be pronounced when you see this deal and I think what you're seeing also is um, there's been some some negotiations going around about the NCAA and its authority over college football and whether or not, I mean, if we're all, you know, just, just to make our audience aware, you know, there's another organization that runs the college football playoffs, CFP, and there's been talk about CFP taking a bigger role in uh, in, in NCAA sports and NCAA football at, from a governing perspective. So I wonder what this means for that. I, I think the one thing, too, that I noticed about all of this and uh, – <laughs> Big Ten Saturday night is going to be good. If you are a big fan of Sunday night football in the NFL, Saturday night college football is going to be on steroids compared yeah. to what it was in the past. It's going to be massive. And look, I mean, it's this this kind of is right in the real wheelhouse of legalized sports gambling, right? I mean, the fact that you now have a marquee matchup every Saturday night, I mean, you know, it's just going to grab so much attention. And if... You know, some of these matchups, as we kind of envisioned, you know, I mean, UCLA, USC, Michigan, Wisconsin. I mean, you're going to have a lot to watch. So Friday night is high school football. Saturday night is college football. Sunday night is NFL. Monday night is NFL. Thursday night is NFL. (laughs) You're media broadcaster. Yeah, you have Tuesday, Wednesday, Tuesday and Wednesday to to do something. When does Dancing with the Stars come on? (laughs) (laughs) Not that anyone watches TV that way by appointment, aside from sports, right? Dancing with Stars, you can watch Saturday during the commercial break. This is the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast. I'm Michael Barr. Catch us here each and every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday, exploring the world of money and sports. And catch me on Twitter at Big Bar Sports. I'm on Twitter at Scarlet Foo. And you can find me on Twitter at D Sass Hour. You're listening to Bloomberg Business of Sports on Bloomberg Radio around the world. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com.